Yeah, I definitely remember the days when Ramadan was kind of a sort of blackout season for entertainment, you know, and that was something that was standard. It was a month that everything slowed down, people came together, and that still persists, the sort of communal element. And I think one thing that has happened is there's a sort of a hyper-commercialization of that communal element. There are some problematic elements of the way that it only is limited within that framework. I believe that giving and coming together and all these different principles should exist throughout the year, which is why, you know, we do what we do here at the cinema, and that's something that's key to the work that we do. Ramadan Karim to everyone listening. We just heard from Buthayna Kazim, founder of Cinema Aqil, which is the GCC's first art house cinema and indie film platform. Cinema Aqil's flagship home is brought to you in partnership with Al Turkal Avenue. I'm Vanita Pardwaj, and you're listening to Conversations on the Avenue, a podcast brought to you by Al Turkal. This Ramadan, Al Turkal Avenue invites you for a month of self reflection, pause, and reconnection. The entire calendar of events is on our website, alsocalavenue.ae. As we walked around the avenue, we ran into some of the residents to find out about their plans for Ramadan. Here's Bethaina. One thing that we did keep in mind, you know, being here is, yes, you know, entertainment isn't exactly the go-to uh, sort of activity or, or sort of the, the industry that that, uh, you know, that does spike uh, during the month, but we wanted it not, we're not really an entertainment-based, you know, platform. We're really a, a, a space for the celebration of different kinds of cinematic works and arts and, 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 and thinking. Cinema Aqil will run Cinemajlis, which is a coming together of thought-provoking film, community and food. The cinema's FMB partner, Project Chaiwala, has curated a special iftar menu served with copious amounts of chai. The month-long program will screen four feature films, each running for a week, and a collection of short films to commemorate Nakba Day on the 15th of May. The programming that we're bringing to the table is focused around films in the region. We're starting with a documentary from Saudi Arabia called The Poetess. You know, it really revolves around this uh, poetry competition that is the biggest poetry competition in the world. Um, it has its own TV channel and is predominantly dominated by a very strong male voice. And there was a contestant back in 2017 that kind of blew all that up um, lyrically and uh, and poetically, uh, her name is Hessa Hilal. She made a lot of headlines for kind of being the only woman to reach the finals and, and you know, with her very strong feminist uh, poetry. So it was a disruptor for all intents and purposes in the context of Saudi Arabia at the time. You know, obviously a lot has changed since then, so the conversation has shifted. Uh, but, you know, the, the meaning of the words and what she was, was about, uh, you know, still stand true. And I think it's a story that's worth uh, experiencing and seeing. The second film is a Palestinian documentary, Naila and the Uprising, an incredible story of women in the Intifada, Palestinian Uprising and the Resistance Movement. It's followed in the third week by Iraqi filmmaker Mohammed Al-Draji's extraordinary feature, The Journey, that is a powerful examination of the choice between life and death, and culminates with a film from Egypt by Ahmed Abdallah called Exterior Night, a touching social satire that lenses issues like class and gender relations. One thing that we, that, that we are doing differently with the program this year is we're doing a smaller number of films with a much much more concentrated sort of repeat pattern where people are actually like get a, get a real opportunity to catch those films because one thing we are always accused of is you know catch me if you can uh, syndrome you know so we're really trying to change that with Ramadan and maybe slow things down as well you know on, on the programmatic side. Bethena says the idea behind Cinemajlis was to focus on coming together, eating, and also watching films. The Majlis seating will accommodate 75 people, 
and is designed to create an intimate space of camaraderie with a love for cinema at the heart of the experience. So we asked Bethena, how is Cinemajlis, which starts on the 10th of May, going to work as a format? What time does it begin and what can we expect? During the dining uh, hours, there'll be performances by different local musicians, uh, and it's all curated by Blank Space, the community organization that puts on a lot of open mics and and performances and so on. We're also doing something uh, that is we're using that sort of that space uh, to introduce a speakers' corner element, uh, where we're inviting and reaching out to different community groups, using our big screen as a space to share those ideas with people who are here, who are you know within the majlis, and and really you know really bringing. To bringing to life that concept of a majlis, which is a something of a, you know, something of I don't want to say an agora, but something of a of an idea exchange concept at its core. So from 6:30 to 8:45, it's you know it's the iftar, the hangout, the lull, the music, the performances, the photo presentations, the talks. All of these things are happening within that um, that bracket. Film screening times during Ramadan are 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. So at 9 p.m., the venue turns into a straightforward cinema with seating on the floor, which is just as comfortable as their regular big comfy sofas. Or you can just buy an iftar package and just come and have iftar with us and to watch a film another day. The iftar and film experience is priced at 200 dirhams per person and bookings are now open. Visit cinemaakil.com to save your seat. That's C-I-N-E-M-A-A-K-I-L.com. I mean, most of us are expatriates here, so having the possibility to eat um, home-cooked, uh, let's say, food prepared by moms is always um, is always great. Our next stop is Inked, where we sat down with Kenza and Patrick Jajur, who are bringing back Taule after a fantastic run last Ramadan. Taule opened in 2009 in Lebanon. It's essentially a farmer's kitchen that was set up to complement Souk al which was founded by Kamal Muzawak and is Lebanon's first farmer's market that encourages growers from different parts of the country to come and sell their produce. Now, the message of Soukal Taib goes beyond that. It's really about telling your story, your history, uh, in, a, in a land that is so uh, divided, either culturally or li- religious or politically. And it shows that with food, uh, you can create a means of communication and bring people together. Taule in Beirut operates like a restaurant with cooks from different parts of Lebanon contributing to the magic of the experience. Although they're referred to as cooks, they're actually people from different walks of life who are essentially coming together to keep traditional cooking alive in Lebanon and spreading the love and generosity by traveling overseas as well. A lot of the moms, a lot of the cooks are traveling for the first time abroad. So it has created a great opportunity for them not only to have work and revenue and to be recognized as well and to be able to to travel the, the world also. It's that human connection that makes the whole difference because it's it's home cooked food it's nothing pretentious but it it's made with love and uh, you, you get to meet the the, the 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 women who have prepared it and uh, their generosity is very obvious and they're they're here and they have they have cooked it all day and they're here and they're serving you and they want you to to uh, to talk to you to to understand what they have prepared for you so that's it's very different from going to um restaurant and ordering from a menu, for sure. 
the first time we brought them in was at the beginning of Inked, so it was before Ramadan. And then last year we said, no, they should come during Ramadan, it makes so much sense. It's all about the community, it's all about uh, helping each other, it's all about sharing the whole uh, love behind what they do. And then those ladies, they come, they work for like seven days in a row, and plus they're serving the food at the end, and it's all done. And there, you, you see the way they work, it's becoming like super well organized. They come five hours in the morning, they do everything, they're cooking for roughly 250 people. I mean, it's a buffet, so there's always more food than the number of guests. Uh, so they're cooking for 250 people because we have two seating. We have the iftar and we have the dinner afterwards. And then obviously no waste of food afterwards. It's all distributed uh, right after each day uh, that we're hosting, we're hosting them at Inked. Taule at Inked will run from the 7th to the 13th of May. The menu will change every other day, featuring a generous offering of authentic Lebanese favorites. The experience is priced at 275 dirhams per person and 130 dirhams for children between 5 and 11 years. Taule sold out fairly quickly last year, so we recommend you book right away via inked.ae or email info at inked.ae for more information. That's I-N-K-E-D dot A-E. Inked will also play host to a food-themed Pecha Kucha on the 25th of May brought to you by al Sarkal. The free event will feature eight diverse speakers, and from sustainability in farming to the health benefits of fasting, everything will be discussed. To book your seat for Pecha Kucha Night, drop us a line at rsvp at alsarkalavenue.ae. My name is Lola Botreit, and I'm the Managing Director of Golf Photo Plus. So this Ramadan, our main uh, activity is called Suhoor Strolls. For anyone who's familiar with Golf Photo Plus's activities, they're the go-to people for photo trails. In past years, you might have heard of, or perhaps even been on one of their iftar photo walks in Dera. This year, we're mixing it up a little bit. These photo walks will now be in Karama. And instead of having it at the moment of iftar, we decided to have the photo walks during Suhoor. Just to get a different atmosphere, focusing a little bit more on photography. So Karama has a lot of really wonderful storefronts with artificial lights, uh, you know, red, blue, pink, green. Uh, So we'll have some opportunities to do portraits in front of uh, these kinds of lights. The three-hour experience will meander purposefully through a route charted out by the GPP team. There will be interactions with residents and businesses that have really contributed to the history and urban fabric that give Karama its distinct identity. The stroll will end at a restaurant where the group will sit down and review their images and get feedback from the instructor on their photography from the evening. What we wanted to do uh, as well, like we've kept the groups kind of small. It's 12 people. And whether you're shooting with your mobile phone or your mirrorless camera or DSLR, it's completely fine either way. So if someone has taken workshops at Gulf Photo Plus in the past, it's amazing. This is a way for them to continue to practice uh, what they learned in, you know, in a classroom setting out in the real world with the help of a photography guide and instructor, you know, there with them. And what if one hasn't done a GPP workshop? And if someone hasn't taken a photography workshop, if they're just interested, if they're just interested in mobile photography, basically, um, but we do have a mobile workshop, by the way, but even if you haven't taken it, it's still the kind of experience that you can, you know, learn on the fly with a small group, the instructor will be able to kind of, you know, adapt the lessons to each different device. The feedback we've gotten is incredible on not only the iftar walks, but really all the photo walks that we've done over the years. Um, 
the feedback that sticks out the most in my memory is when people say things, and this happens quite often, that I've been living in Dubai for 10 years. I've never experienced this, you know, this part of Dubai in this way. Um, so for someone who feels like they are kind of stuck in a, in their routine in Dubai and spending time in certain neighborhoods and a little bit reluctant to venture outside of that circuit, it's, it's a really eye-opening experience. GPP has currently scheduled five Sahur strolls on the evenings of May 8th, 11th, 13th, 15th and 18th. They run from 8.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m., including the walk and the image review at the end. In the event the strolls sell out, GPP does have space to accommodate two more dates, which will be confirmed as the slots fill up. Priced at 295 dirhams per person, it's an all-inclusive experience that also works in small bites and, of course, chai along the way. Participants just need to bring their camera or phone along. I would say, generally speaking, uh, from my point of view, it's important to have a Ramadan experience that's... Uh, not too extravagant. I feel like we're moving away maybe from the all-you-can-eat buffet Ramadan tent kind of activity because nobody likes waste and leftover food. It just doesn't seem to be the the spirit. Uh, so I, I hope to see more activities that like ours uh, that are not wasteful and that encourage interactions between people who might not otherwise be, you know, interacting on a day-to-day -day basis. As we spoke about the importance of connecting offline in a hyper-digital world, Lola describes her own experience of having recently moved to Burdubai, where she says she's truly immersed in the sense of being part of a real neighborhood. I'm finding the, um, the sense of urbanism on that side of World Trade Center is so much more thriving than, you know, from downtown to Marina side of things. Yep. So exploring Karama for creating the Sahur Stroll was actually quite easy and, you know, really, really fun experience even just for, for us to go out and say, okay, if we were a group of 12 people, what would be interesting, not only to photograph, but, you know, what would we want to know about this building, about this shop, et cetera. Bookings to GPP's Soho Strolls can be made through their website, gulfphotoplus.com. That's G-U-L-F-P-H-O-T-O-P-L-U-S.com. We look forward to seeing you on the avenue during Ramadan, as there are several activities, events, and exhibitions running throughout the month. Our Wednesday Lates take place every week, and the galleries will open new shows during the 15th May Wednesday Lates. Galleries will be open from 8pm to 11pm. You can also come by for the children's camps at Wisdom Warehouse, all the fashion pop-ups and board game nights, the Ramadan night market and Majlis storytelling out on the yard. Our calendar is growing with opportunities for all of us to come together, pause and reconnect. You can find a link to the Ramadan calendar in our show notes or by visiting alsarkalavenue.ae and following alsarkalavenue on Instagram. Conversations on the Avenue is brought to you by Alsarkal. This episode was hosted by me, Vinita Bhardwaj, and edited and produced by Chirag Desai. We'd love it if you could subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any podcast player, as well as streaming apps like Spotify and Ngami. And if you really enjoyed this episode, do share it with your friends. We'll see you soon on The Avenue. <laughs>